Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Constructing the Clubhouse, the only podcast about building a comedy club in Barcelona during a pandemic. I am your host, Dr. Matthew John Murtha. Joining me, of course, is my wonderful co-host, Jonathan Ellis. Hello, everybody. Johnny Boy. What's up, man? Not too much. Now, we got some business to discuss before we bring in our guest today. Sure. Uh, it's been an eventful week or two, yeah? It has. It's been going well. It's been going too well. Well... We, we, we've been selling out shows left and right. We've been, yeah, selling out about four shows a week, I think, on average. without In August. In August, which is traditionally the, the low month for Barcelona. And I think without putting in as much effort towards advertising as we have in the past, right? I think at least, yeah. I don't know how you've been feeling. I've been sort of sleeping on all of that kind of stuff. Because my laptop broke, so I've got this tiny little laptop that's hard to work with. So I just didn't do it. Yeah. Uh, and it's been fine. So last night we had the bomb shelter, yeah? Uh-huh. And normally selling 10 or 11 tickets would be enough. Yeah. But we added some chairs to the room, and I don't think it's enough anymore. I think it looks it looks a little It looks empty. a little quiet. Yeah, I did add, add some chairs. We can now fit 30 people, which is what we had for the Spanish show on Thursday night at 10. Um, We can, I mean, we can just... It's just a matter of shifting some chairs out if we yeah. think the show's not going to be very full, you know? Well, I was only mentioning it because I, for promoting that show, all I did was post to Facebook groups on Friday afternoon, and the show is Friday night. Yeah. So we were getting by, but I, I should do a little bit more, I think. Well, people are just, and this is what we thought was going to happen. We, we get this sort of like ball of momentum going, and then people just know that this is the place to come whenever you know, they yeah. want to see comedy. There's always something mm -hmm. happening here. So people... People have that in their minds. They know where to get tickets. A lot of people are buying tickets at the door, which I'm pretty comfortable now with. Now yeah. that we're sort of a bit more flexible um, in terms of numbers. And don't tell the government, but I've been uh, sort of taking some of the, the cash ones and just using that to pay comedians directly. So we just avoid a lot of... Yeah. Oh, we should move the money from a clear plastic cup on the bar yeah. to some place where you can't see the money. Yeah, but I, I, at the moment I've been using it to test people. Oh. That's uh, quite fun because you you got like a, a pile of notes, a couple of tens, and you put it in there, but you count it. And you're like, I'll just leave it there. And then you count it later on. And you're like, oh, Matt's been in the vitamin bill with you because uh, I trust you. But it's quite a good experience. Anyway, haven't caught anyone out yet. So wow, I'm so impressed. That I would think to do, <laughs> that I would think to run a sting operation. Yeah. No, 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 no. That uh, nobody took any money, myself included. <laughs> I, I would take money from time to time if I needed a, a fiver for something rather. Yeah. Better. Yeah. So things are going well, but going the well. license we don't know what's going to happen until next month. Right. It's the advantage of Spain just being slow. Like it took yeah. us ages to organize the place in the first place, and I think it's going to take ages for yeah for anything else to happen. Which but then nice. we have a we have and then we have a brand new successful show on. Actually, we have kind of have two. <laughs> Because uh, you've been busy. Uh, we'll start with the oh, World Pizza okay. Summit. Yeah, thank you. So the World Pizza Summit, we had the first successful World Pizza Summit. We did do, I did try and do one in the middle of the day at like one o'clock on a Wednesday or some shit like that. And no one turned up. It was me and my flatmate, Jamie. We still did the show, uh, but it was just the two of us. Um, so this one was sold out. Uh, we had these two American comics, Danny Palmer and... Julio Gallarotti, 
uh, who were both great, very, very, very friendly people. Um, and yeah, it was just good. It was just a good show and a slightly different show from, from the regular ones we do in Barcelona. And this is really what I want to make the show be all the time is just four comedians doing 15 to 20 minutes and the best comedians as well. So I had someone, a couple of people asked me to be on if I have like a cheeky five minutes or something like that. And I'm just saying, no, no. I'm just saying no. And I know, I know that's maybe not nice, but there are so many shows that people like that can get on in Barcelona. Um, yeah. So I think we need to start diversifying and the show was amazing. People enjoyed it. Uh, the other show. And there's free pizza. And it, sorry, there's free pizza. Free pizza, the best pizza in town. Uh, actually got the idea from a, a, a Berlin comedy show. Our guest today is, is a Berlin-based comedian. So maybe uh, she will go back to Berlin and rat me out. I don't know. Uh, well, you know, she walked into the bar and she's like, oh, you've got a wheel too. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, are you kidding me? I did not take the wheel idea from Berlin though. All right. I well, took... We'll we'll talk about it when she's when she's on the on air. Okay, cool. Uh, and the other show, just quickly, the other show uh, is a fun new concept. It's called "This Is Kind of a Funny Story," uh, and it's all of the stories from real life, real comedians telling really funny stories, sort of funny stories, really kind of funny, really kind of funny stories. It's all the stuff that wasn't a good enough story for me to justify telling on a normal stand up stage. Uh, but it's a good chance for people to uh, maybe get to see a different side of the comedians if that's what they're interested in and good for comedians to kind of approach comedy in a different way, I think. Yeah. And storytelling seems like such a popular and so popular. robust format. But I did have to put my foot down and say no poetry and no sob stories. So I hope that that's where a lot of the, well, I don't, I hope that that's not where the storytelling audience yeah. comes from. Well, it doesn't seem like the, I thought the room seemed pretty full. Yeah, it was popular. It was popular. People had a good time. Yeah. So it was cool. I think it's going to be, I think it's a great idea. And I it was cool that I like had the idea and put it together and it didn't take me very long and people still came yep. just because it was, it was here and it was fun and, and people kind of trust us like that. I think. Totes, yeah. totes. Yeah. And a boy, Johnny. Uh, right. And then the last little bit of news, we're, we're struggling to find a replacement for Kyla. There's no replacing Kyla. Yeah. Uh, we, yeah, we'll maybe with like five that. mediocre people. Uh-huh. No, but we had, we had the, the wonderful jazz Lentz, right. guest bartend, and it seemed like everybody, it went well. So I, so what happened was, um, we had, we put jazz behind the bar. I was hosting the show downstairs and I'd come up and everybody was happy. And jazz is like one of these like super charismatic, cheerful, nice people. Everybody loves talking to her. And so I come up, everybody seems happy. Every like show goes really well like the whole night seems like a big success there's tons of people everybody's drinking and then uh at the end of the night i go and i like i hit the like the button to ring up how much business we did and it was half of what i was expecting and um i and i remember jazz being like so comedians i I can give the comedians a free drink right yeah i was like yeah free drink yeah and then uh like two days later uh, it was Danny Palmer. He was back at the show and uh, he went to pay for a drink. And I was like, no, buddy, the first one's free. He's like, no, but like the other night, Jazz just <laughs> kept giving me free drinks the entire fucking Yeah. So. We, which is I exactly what I think both of our instincts are behind the A hundred percent. But we need someone that has way better worth, work ethic and way yeah. better instincts than we have. Like we don't, 
we know we don't need someone like us. Yeah. No, no. And that's why I was really I was like, oh shit, I trained her. And to be fair, like that first night Dan Danny and uh uh Julio had just arrived and I wanted them to have a good so I was like, You guys are drinking free the whole night. Don't mm-hmm. worry. Yeah, cool. Um but I just I don't know how many people she applied that logic right. to. Right. It's a yeah, it is different when it's international comedians and, and they're they're relatively famous yeah. and, and, and that kind of thing. It's it's much more for us about creating a, a good experience for them. Yeah. I came upstairs when she was working. I came upstairs and Robert was behind the bar teaching yeah. her how to make a gin and tonic. I was like, like he knows he's not supposed to be behind the bar. Like so I was like, What are you doing, Robert? I kind of like gently sort of got him to leave. And then I was like, you know, you can sort of ask us to teach you to make stuff. And she's like, I already know how to make a gin and tonic. Like, I got no problem making a gin and tonic. So he's just like forced his way behind the bar for no reason. And she also hasn't been assertive enough to kind it's of such a, it's kick him out. You we're know? constantly like chasing people out from behind the bar. Like they, it's like, I don't know. People love to be involved. Behind the bar. But well, behind the bar and other things. So, so, so the craziest thing that happened was on the Saturday night, right? So we had the show. First half of the show goes absolutely fantastically. Then... In the break, halfway through the break, apparently the music in the performance room was too loud or whatever, and someone got annoyed by it and decided to, quote, turn it down, but just went to the soundboard and started fucking with all of the dials. And if if anyone's used a soundboard before, you know there's so many different dials and anything can fuck it up at any stage. And this person just, like, took it upon themselves to turn the sound down and, of course, fucked up the sound for the next... Two performers show for two performers, which is literally the only thing we need is a microphone. And they like, it's like if you just took a pair of scissors and chopped someone's guitar strings, you know, (laughs) like, what are you thinking? And I I presume it's because he's like sitting next to someone. He's like, oh, the music's too loud. I know the guys that run this place. Let me go turn it down. Yeah. Um, We have to, we have to like wall off the familiarity. Yeah. Certain place. Like you can can be cool and familiar here, but not. Not in our equipment or where we keep the drinks and money. Yeah. Anyway, a little bit of bitching, uh, but overall everything's been going well, right? Yeah. I. So, yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All the surprisingly, time. So, surprisingly, surprisingly, because there's nothing to do with us. Yeah. All <laughs> right. So uh, with the clubhouse business out of the way, I'm pretty excited to introduce our guest today. She yeah. comes all the way from the shit comedy scene known as Berlin. Um. A fantastic talent that's only been doing it for a year, but somehow has managed to get on stage over a hundred times. Ladies and gentlemen, wow. please welcome Abby. Sorry for the long intro yeah, while you were sort of sitting intro. here. She's been sitting with us this whole time, pretending <laughs> like she wasn't here. Just looking at your fucking faces. Who was it? We had we had some other comedian on. Let's not name who it was. Yeah. Who was like so mad that he had to sit with us. While we did our, our kind of like introductory. I'm just trying to be polite here. Let's just keep it that way. He was not. He was like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. <laughs> you got to like a surface politeness. He didn't even, he didn't bother yeah. with that at all. Yeah. I'm from Berlin, the, the scene that invented pizza comedy and <sighs> a wheel comedy. Yeah, what's this? Uh, what, so Where did you get the idea from? Uh, Come on, let's be honest, John. Look, listen, I'm a big fan of gambling. I uh, love gambling. <laughs> I, I think it's a fantastic way of manipulating other humans. And I just thought with the wheel, when it comes to the wheel, I've already been at the pizza. The pizza came from Berlin. I would say the radical difference between my pizza show and the Berlin-based pizza show is that my pizza show has the best pizza uh, in no, the world. No, that's what we say as well. Is that Cosmic that has pizza? Yes. All right. Yeah. The wheel is just is, is purely a method because 
my idea is like to start off with having a really good uh, kind of gambling system, pay four euros, five euros, spin the wheel and you get something good, you know, and then you get this kind of endorphin rush going, you'd start developing a gambling addiction mm -hmm. and then you start making the things people can win worse and worse and worse. So before long they're paying five euros, but they're getting, you know, a pina, pina colada shot or whatever. So it yeah. purely comes from my love of gambling. And I feel like we're probably using it in a different way from the uh, Berlin show. But having said that, I have no idea what they're using it for. So, so we don't do a comedian's lineup on that show. We just write comedian's names on the wheel and uh, in between the are prizes and shots for the whole audience and stuff like that okay and then you spin the wheel whose name comes up and you go on the stage you don't right you don't yeah. have a lineup so, so i did think about doing that but then it seems like it wouldn't work that well because then you're spinning <laughs> the wheel and then like the last performer you just have to keep spinning the wheel yeah. to see who between the last two people it is you spin the wheel like 10 <laughs> times and it's all the same comedians oh come on you stole it from us <laughs> I would never use just, the wheel just, in such an amateur way. I mean, the yeah. fact that you think that I stole that idea from you is insulting to me. Uh, you guys also have a magic show. Magic yeah. comedy. Oh, Jesus. yeah, she's got us there. Uh, uh, we we didn't want too. it, to be fair. We didn't but you want still it, but, stole then, it. but people love Are oh, you guys do a magic show? Of course. Oh, that's cool. So I thought you were making fun of us for having a magic show. I mean, it you is guys lame. do a magic it show is, well. It is lame in Berlin as well. I don't yeah. do that. We should show. trade lame magicians. For a night. When's your magic show? <laughs> for a night? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Magicians are lame. <laughs> to begin with, it's it's called Magic Mondays. Uh, ours is on Wednesday. Okay. But no, I'm 100% serious. Send us your magicians. We'll ship ours over there. <laughs> They're still lame. We can yeah. see. We can see if we want to make it permanent or if, if we want to trade It's back. one magician, yeah. one comedian, one magician. So the comedians are always shitting on the magicians? Yeah. That's no, how no, it no. Goes. Come on. One, one comedian is worth like five magicians. <laughs> That's yeah, not, I would agree. I would but agree. Audience loves magic. Audience <sighs> can't yeah, get enough of magic. Yeah. It's so frustrating. People come and they pay to see a comedy show and then someone gets on stage and oh, does gosh. magic and they love it more than any of the comedy and it's like you can just go see magic. Well, they just <laughs> like the they like it cuz it's different. If I've seen people armed with a ukulele absolutely mm. crush it in comedy shows just because it's a little bit different. Yeah. I don't know why magic is cool. It's why not. is it still cool? Why do it's people not. find it cool? It's for comedians. It's just it's lame. Uh, I've got a confession. Oh, you like magic? Uh, oh I've, my god! I've been, I've been performing regularly at the magic show. Uh, not doing so much magic. I do a lot of juggling and uh, sort of faux magic. But Harris did give me a trick deck recently so i've been i've been working on it and uh maybe really? i'm gonna be busting out some dope I'm magic so skills you. Oh, yeah man. yeah i'm judging myself rest <laughs> assured like you can't hate me more than i hate myself uh so eventually you're gonna stop doing comedy and just do magic can you imagine? yeah we also have a poetry and comedy show do you have that here like combining poetry yes. and comedy oh, oh shit. gosh no. it's no, just a funny guy then a lame guy yeah. a funny guy a lame guy <laughs> uh no the other show we may be gonna steal uh, while we're talking yeah, about it. Yeah, let's, let's do it. I don't think it's from Berlin, but uh, Phil Varney's been really excited about it. I think they did in Prague. Oh, yeah. And it's comedy followed by karaoke. Uh, Which is purely like, I hate the idea of karaoke. I think people would be so annoying uh, doing karaoke. People drinking and singing. Can I call, that, then, like, can I call off that night? Apparently, <laughs> it's such good money apparently like people yeah. just love it so much yeah. and you, like you sell it in combination with the comedy show so they have to see the comedy to do the karaoke and then they just like drink they have to drink because they're going to be singing and yeah maybe we just hire someone else to work that night um, uh, i think i think it could be a good idea though 
Okay. Um, I think it sounds like a, a successful idea that so I don't. This is what want Barcelona does. You just yeah. see, you just steal things from other scenes. Uh, I think that's we, we basically innovate. what every scene does all the time. <laughs> we I innovate mean, here too. <laughs> We're innovators. <laughs> What do, what do you think Berlin's doing? You know? I'm, I'm just going to say Wait, a little bit of the real ones. comedy in Berlin? Because I'm pretty sure in New York they already did that. Oh, you didn't know Ouch. stand-up comedy in English was invented in Berlin. <laughs> Nobody ever thought of it until Absolutely, some man. intrepid fresh idea. expats decided to invent standing on stage and talking. <laughs> Where would okay. the world be without Berlin comedy? Absolutely. So Number one comedy scene in Europe. There False. is a slight bit of tension. Anyone that <laughs> listens to this podcast regularly will will know our opinion of, of Berlin. Uh, but it is, it's it the is number one in scene. terms of the don't, amount don't listen of to these mics. Guys. It is the number, uh, it is, it does have more mics than anywhere else in Europe, I think, True. on the mainland. Yes. Uh, but it doesn't at have. At least five shows every night. Mm, that still a seems lot. so hard to believe. That's a lot, yeah. Oh, come on, just fucking calm down. No. Super easy to sign up and just- Yeah, because there's a bunch of shitty shows that nobody oh, goes to. Whoa, whoa. You don't the, have to fight the for time. Shows. Oh my God, okay. We got like some uh, questions or something. Okay. Right? <laughs> <laughs> this, this is getting heated up. Let's bring it on. We got like a plan for this podcast. All right, all right, all right. Hey, Abby, we were talking the other, just before the show, and you had mentioned that you went skiing. Oh my God, yes. I went skiing for the first time in my life. Oh, wow. Yes. And skiing is such a white people's sport. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I was the only brown person on Alps. Yeah, well, we blend into the mountain. It's sort of our camouflage. Yeah, yeah I mean, you don't have any problems in your life, so you kind of invent your own problems, isn't it? Yeah. 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 We, go, we go skiing yeah. so we can feel what it's like to have cold fingers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I'm Indian, and have you ever heard an Indian dying from an adventure sport? Uh, we, no, we but I... Absolutely not. We don't need adventure sports in yeah. India. You know, our everyday life is an adventure. Yeah, that's a good yeah. point. Yeah. No one's like surfing down the Ganges or anything. It's <laughs> <laughs> just just walking home alone at night, you know, with the fear of getting raped. That's adventure. Yeah, that's that's an adrenaline rush, I guess. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I'm not gonna call it an adrenaline rush. But yeah, it's kind of adventurous. Just just walking down the street. I'm also not calling it that. I was just I thought that's what you were calling it. So I thought I thought I was helping <laughs> yeah, to finish yeah, your yeah. sentence, but I, I definitely Did you express that or or say comedy that. Clubs, uh, uh, <laughs> producers and or hosts. <laughs> cool. Uh, and you're in Barcelona. I haven't even talked to you at all, to be honest. Uh, oh, yeah. You're, yeah, you're let's, in Barcelona. Let's, let's talk to each other. Let's get to know each other. As if I, I, I mean, I don't understand your accent to begin with, but yeah, let's let's still try. You know, I was so going to say you're the same thing about, about your accent, but yeah. I didn't want to. I thought I mean, I might Indian get in speaking English is already a joke. Uh, but yeah, let's, let's carry on. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do my best. Uh, what? So you went, you did two shows last night. Yeah? Yes. You yes. did, uh, this is a very low Matt pressure. Show. You did Comedy Bombshell <laughs> at the Comedy Clubhouse, best club in Barcelona. And mm-hmm. then you went after <laughs> the Comedy Clubhouse, Comedy Bombshell, the best show at the best club in Barcelona. You went straight from here to do some other, what was the other show? I, don't, I, don't I think that was the better one. Mm. At the Mint Bar. <laughs> All right, guys, that has been Abby. <laughs> Let's not thank her for coming. Uh, be sure to stu- tune in to next week's episode when we have the wonderful Kyla Cobbler. Who's much more amenable to our position yeah. on mint comedy and actually the Berlin comedy scene uh, as well. No, I loved it here. 
Okay, so apparently Abby <laughs> didn't remember her lines. Look, I wrote the script for you. If you could just go ahead, just say those words. Ah, uh, mint rocks. Yeah. No, oh. that's not what it is. Man. <laughs> that's an S and a U. No. Uh, I have what? apologies, what everyone. Kind of English is that? Uh, in India, they don't have a very good education system. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> They're not well, literate. And said, I could read over her shoulder, so she meant to say mint socks. Yeah. Well, look at these two white men oppressing me. <laughs> not <laughs> letting me it's a podcast. They didn't know we were white. <laughs> I've been I posting this in LGBTQ brown people. <laughs> <laughs> for I'm brown and I do not weeks. approve of this. What do you six think weeks. they thought you were? Even <laughs> <laughs> uh, an accent you is know, so white. My last name, Mirtha, everybody, mm -hmm. sometimes people ask me if it's Indian. Yeah, it is a Southern Indian last name. Is it really? Yes, it is. So I could be Indian. No. So I, I am Indian. Uh, I am Indian. As a person of color. For what it's worth. What? Oh I was gosh. born in India. I thought you were born in South Africa. No, really? I was born in India. I was born in Calcutta. Oh, I'm from there. Are you from Calcutta? Yes. Oh my God. Oh, yes. <laughs> Calcutta baby. <laughs> fuck yeah. What? Tell me the story. Uh, so my parents were missionaries uh, uh, in Calcutta. So they spent three years sort of following Mother Teresa's yeah, teachings, no mm -hmm. condoms, no abortion. Here I am, you know. Uh, so I was born there. I spent the first year of my life and honestly, it didn't really fit in. Didn't fit yeah, in. you're I, super uh, white for India. Super white. He can read. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, you but know what? Do you like cricket? <laughs> I can read. <laughs> <laughs> At the age of 10 months. <laughs> He's a strange child. <laughs> I don't know what happened because I can't read now. Do uh, so I like cricket? No, I did play cricket in India. I went back. When uh, you were 10 when, months old? No, when I was 10 years old, I went back with my dad for a trip and I remember uh, playing cricket with a guy called Nathan. Uh, it was very cool. Nathan, another white guy, okay. No, he wasn't a white guy. He Nathan? Was Nathan is not Indian? This guy was Indian, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, sure. Do you yeah, think I, I just forgot blind? that he was <laughs> I, I think you're colorblind, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway, I am. I am from India. Uh, yeah. Spent a while there. You're from like, India, okay. Yeah. It, I am from India. That's where okay, I came okay. from originally. That, that was my original location <laughs> was India. If you go back anymore. far enough, I'm from India. Cool, cool, uh, yeah. So yeah. look I'm for Constructing white. the Clubhouse, one of India's most popular <laughs> podcasts. I do want to do stand-up in India. Have you ever considered doing stand-up in India? No, no. I think uh, I cannot do stand-up in India because my material is it's kind of offensive and Indians won't take it yeah? too good. Because yeah, you can't talk about religion, you can't talk about politics, and I don't want to do flight observations. Yeah, basic that's shit. frustrating for yeah, sure. Yeah. I want to go because I think I could draw an audience in India. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yeah, lots of women. Man, you're going to have a huge women fan following. That'll be okay. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll take who I can get. You know? <laughs> uh, that's fine. I would love my, one of my like big dreams would be to go back to Calcutta and like spend a couple of months there and like perform in the scene and then mm -hmm. try and like get something filmed there, like hire some people and do a little, little yeah, That's theater. the white dream. Yeah. Uh, yeah is, that, is that upsetting to you? <laughs> no, <laughs> is that not just something I should be thinking about poverty doing? Poverty and some people shitting on streets. That's, I, that's I wasn't going to go into the slums and be like, I wasn't going to like pretend to feed the sick or some <laughs> shit like that, you know? Go to do some <laughs> yoga. I was just going to be like, this seems like a wildly interesting experience that I potentially can have in my life. <laughs> and I wasn't actually going to feel that guilty about it uh, until now. <laughs> Anyway, I think that would be cool. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
women would really like you. I mean, they won't understand your accent, but they would just be like, yeah, there's a random white guy talking about sex. That's, I love that's it, like an cool. Indian person sitting here going like, your accent's hard to understand, you know? It's a <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I think maybe it it's is. just that you're used to speaking with Indians. Um, yeah, probably. I mean, plus I Germans. speak to Germans, yeah. Their English is worse than mine, so. Germans speak yeah. a very, very clear English, for sure, though. You think so? No, it's just it's just using did with past tense that really bothers me. Mm. Like I did not went. It just the sentence is just. Ugh. Yeah, I love that it. That is something Germans say. I did not went. I did not. <laughs> oh, that's that's the small. I feel like, like Germans only have two gears. It's either angry or kinky, right? Because yeah. they either whisper or they shout. And it, do you it know what the German word for sex is? No. Geschlechtsverkehr. What a seriously delicious yes. name. So they show them to like yeah, you just have to scream. It's just not sexy anymore. It's not hot. Speaking cool. of sex. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I was so tempted to introduce you last night as uh, as a lame comic who can't get any dick. Ouch. <laughs> she, she requested that. No, we were talking because our mutual friend Dan Gutierrez. <laughs> yes. Yes. He once brought me up stage saying. Yeah, what did he say? He said, uh, speaking of dicks, let's bring this girl who is not getting enough. Ouch. That uh, that's funny. That's a good intro. <laughs> so Dan used to be involved in the Barcelona scene, yeah. but has uh, betrayed us for Berlin, uh, which is a big source, I would say, of, of, the, of the tension. Like 95% of the reason why I don't like Berlin. And just, just Dan Gutierrez, I, I think he's a cool guy. Just be, he says offensive <laughs> shit, but he's not, a cool it's, guy. It's not no. his personality. It's the fact that he betrayed Matt as a yeah. friend uh, okay. for, in favor of Berlin. Yeah, when he left... I was like, why are you leaving Danny? We can, we can build stuff here. And he's like, no, no, you, you're never going to be able to do real comedy in Barcelona. You'll never See, be able to have he was like, right. a real scene. No, it was perfect because <laughs> I was able to swoop in and now here we are constructing the clubhouse. Yeah! Man, we don't even use clubhouse anymore. It was just so it's not, it's pandemic we don't, thing. We don't, we don't use clubhouse either. Yeah, this yeah. I've never been on clubhouse. Yeah, this is ah. a pod... Art, the bar, the comedy, this is meant to be known oh, as the comedy clubhouse. Oh man, look, look. <laughs> She's okay, so now. confused. <laughs> yeah. It's because we have three names technically for this place. It's Pub Limerick, the it's, comedy clubhouse, yeah, and the Pina yeah. Colada Palace. No, it's because the name is written down. She doesn't. You do oh, have, she can't you read do have it. good yeah. Pina Colada. Maybe it's because it's spelled wrong. It's not spelled wrong. For the record. All right. So we're going to have to wrap up in just a couple of minutes. Um, what's what's next for the, the great Abby? Well, I'm in Berlin, the greatest scene in Europe. Oh, Things are looking good. Comedy Central coming up soon. What? <laughs> no, I'm faking right. it. <laughs> it's not happening. We prefer but, not to edit this podcast too much, so if you could just tone down the Berlin stuff. Uh, oh, okay. Save Zach okay. a lot of time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so have you got Instagram people can follow you on, or what do you... What do you uh, you uh, can't uh, even say that name. It's called Abib Shah Ha Ha Ha. A beep sha ha 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 ha. Like, because like, they just like, finished laughing. Yeah, What's yeah. Your, your, your name is Abib Shaha? Abib Shah. Abib Shah. Then you add ha ha. So you added all the ha ha's. There wasn't even a ha. <laughs> like, there's not even a, like anything. And you were just like, <laughs> ha. it would be like John Ellis. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> My name. <laughs> but it's okay. It's fine. You do what you want. I see what you're doing. But, uh. <laughs> Man, you're from Calcutta. You're supposed to support me. Why are you uh, I didn't feel very supported by you, I gotta say. Uh, yeah, Barcelona is great. I fucking had two great shows here. Yeah! Go and come on, man! Yeah!
yeah, follow this girl. <laughs> Come follow on this girl. in. This is such a, like an exchange. One hundred percent. If Berlin is number one, Barcelona is number two. It's happening, baby. Uh, well, we were going so good. What would be the measure for you? Like, what would we have to do that would guarantee? In your mind, like what, what do we have to bring to you to, to make you change your mind about Berlin being number one and Barcelona have being number two? Have more shows. Who, who gets more the stage num- time? Purely the number of shows? Yes. Purely yes. the amount of stage time? Because yeah. literally tomorrow we can have 12 <laughs> hours of shows <laughs> with everyone performing to no one. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, is that, if that's I, the measure, it's just not a very good measure. We do sell out. What if we had like massive international celebrity comedians coming in and just dropping in because they like hanging out yeah. here often? That seems cool. It does. That but seems cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Should we tell the story about Thursday? Oh yeah, actually, that's a good story. All right, let's tell uh, let's tell this story and then we'll 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 close it and just to see if this changes your mind. Okay, because let's hear we're it. we're recruiting comedy comedians down here to Barcelona. We you know we want to see some people move down. Uh, yeah. So I'll, I'll tell it. I think. What do you uh, mean by recruiting? We're recruit, recruiting comedians. We want more, really? more comedians. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. A hundred percent, actually. Okay. I'm, I'm as long as they fall into line, you know, as long as yeah. they act like recruits. Oh, yeah. yeah, okay. Uh, mm-hmm. That's the only thing. So so Thursday was it was kind of a bizarre. Was it Thursday? It was fr- Friday. Tuesday. Tuesday. It was, I think it was Tuesday. Tuesday. It was Tuesday. Tuesday, Thursday, you know. Yeah. Uh, so Tuesday, we had Pro Comedians New Jokes. It was the first time Hannah Becker was hosting it uh, and managing it and promoting it. And she did a fantastic job. It was almost sold out, very close to sold out. Uh, but I was just looking, before coming in, I was just looking at the list of people that bought tickets. And I saw there was a bunch of celebrity names. So there was like Joe Biden, there was Donald Trump, there was, I think there was like Daffy Duck. <laughs> like it was this Clooney. kind of thing, George Clooney. And then one of the names was Michelle Wolf, who's performed here a bunch of times. Yeah. Uh, so so we were like, well, we know Michelle and she knows the shows here. She knows how to buy tickets and everything. So maybe she's, maybe that's genuine, who knows? And then there's all these other names of, of, of celebrities and things. Uh and I was talking to Matt about this and he's like, yeah. And then D. Well, uh, so John, John was like, Hey, look at this. And I didn't get it at first. Right. Cause I was like, how, what, what, which one of our asshole friends made up names. And right. then you see Michelle Wolf and you're like, wait a second. She's a very famous person who has very famous yeah, friends. Yeah. She like, she told me once she spent the summer hanging with uh, Chappelle and yeah, fucking it. So it's really? like in that movie Notting Hill, where the, at the hotels they put like a different name and they're yeah. all like Reginald, whatever. And so <laughs> we have this moment where John's like, I think maybe she's brought some of her celebrity friends and didn't want anybody to know who. And that's why I was like, oh my God, Dee just told me she ran into Chris Rock on the street and like talked to him. Yeah. So there is, well, there's about two hours there Tuesday night where we're like, we oh my convinced. God. Yeah. Yeah. Michelle Wolf and all of her amazing, talented friends are going to just come by to our And I show. still actually think, I mean, that's the, still the explanation that makes most sense to me because the people that bought, it was about eight <laughs> tickets, so it's 40 yeah. euros worth of tickets. The people that bought, paid for those tickets didn't come to the show in the end. Michelle, yeah. like, surprise, we would have talked about it before if, if Chris Rock had been here. <laughs> so, so none of those people showed up. So they all paid for tickets and then just didn't come. And I'm like, what's the explanation for that? That's not a practical joke any of our friends can afford no. to make. Uh, the other explanation, which would make me sad, is that Michelle was just trying to support us by giving us money. Oh, that would <laughs> be by quite buying sad. tickets. 
Like, here you go. You're not. She's not even in Barcelona. She's just like kicking us some cash. You're not going to need those seats. Well, if that's the case, um, the most expensive show we have is on Saturday night. Michelle, uh, if you're listening, the yeah. tickets are 12 euro. And if you sell it out, I don't have to work. Uh, also, don't stop at six. <laughs> yeah, why, why restrict yourself? Yeah. All right. Well, I think that has to, that has to be the end of our, our show today. So okay, Barcelona is cool. Thank you. Yeah. So go sp- spread the word, spread the gospel. Absolutely. And I'm come back. Definitely yeah. coming back. Come back. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Shows. And the, and so when you come back, right now you're this is August, but we'll ha- there's other bars and other places, other shows. Mm-hmm. Um, ask me. I, I have a spreadsheet now of all all the stuff okay. that's going on. Okay. Bring some people down. Yeah, I'm gonna bring some famous yeah. people. But like, don't bring the the scrubs. All right, just bring <laughs> bring funny cool. people. Okay. No. Yeah. Uh, thank you very much for listening to Constructing the Clubhouse. Stay tuned next week. I think we're going to have the Kyla Cobbler exit interview. Until then, I've been Dr. Matthew Murtha. I've been John Ellis. Thank you and good night. Cheers. Yay! Yay!